Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Completely Cedric. Today's episode is Where Am I Going? A lot of times we meet a fork in the road and we have to decide where we're going and not just where we're going, but who we're going to be when we get there. There are two scriptures in the same book of the Bible. It's Proverbs 14, 12 and Proverbs 16, 25. And they stress the point that there's a way that seems right to a person, but in the way thereof is the way of death. There's a way that you think you should go and a person that you think you have to be at a given point, but ultimately what happens is it ends up killing you. It ends up weakening you a little bit at a time. Ultimately because you have believed the wrong thing and was sent down the wrong path. Me, I was sent down the wrong path early. And I wasn't sent down the wrong path by doing negative things as I wasn't out robbing, stealing, and killing or anything like that. But I was put and believed the environment that I was around, that I had to work twice as hard to get somewhere, that I had three strikes against me being a young black male with a special needs diagnosis. I thought I was bonded to the experiences I had being limited as much as I could and being shielded and protected from the sometimes harsh realities of life. I ain't I had no idea that God was preparing me to be equipped for his purpose. See, here's the thing. Although your parents may love you, although your relatives and best friends may love you, sometimes they're not always honest. And if you ask me, they love you a little bit too much. They love you past the point where it makes any logical sense. And when I say it makes any logical sense, what I mean is you should not love a child beyond or a human being beyond their capability to meet life expectations. You cannot shield a person, no matter what the age, as long as they are mature and appropriate, it is your job to nurture and equip them as much as you can. See, it's not that they don't love you, but they don't trust the world with you, nor do they trust that your instincts 
are strong enough to get through it because they test your instincts according to theirs. I'll say it again. They test your instincts according to theirs. What works for your brother may not work for you. What works for your sister may not work for you. What worked for your mother, father, grandmother, and grandfather will definitely not work for you. See, God has designed a certain and unique package for you to deal with everything that life throws at you so you can reach the ultimate goal of discovering and walking in to your purpose. Yes, there will be pitfalls, there will be traps, there will be all kinds of things set to derail you. But God has encoded a divine strength and resilience and savoir-faire that means know-how for you to get through it. But you have to rely on him and take heed to the instructions he gives you and allow him to lead you down the path he has uniquely designed. For when you stay in congruence with God's path, that is the essence of what it means to walk in integrity. When you stay on the path that he's given you and follow his instructions, your words, your thoughts, and your actions will all be united for the one single purpose that is doing God's will no matter what the cost. Abraham did it. Abraham went to a whole country that he knew not of to set out the course of human history, the plan of salvation and redemption through his lineage all the way from his son Isaac to the birth and the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's the same thing. If someone had told Albert Einstein's parents that his son, whom other teachers had deemed as uneducable, if he had listened and not stayed the course and was willing to tap and was not willing to tap into the intelligence that he knew was inside of him, we would not have known about the theory of gen general relativity or any other of his great uses to the sciences. If the late U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt had sided with his body, him being the severe asthmatic and not trained it. He would not have developed the confidence and the moral fiber to develop himself physically as well as internally to be one of the greatest leaders of the early 20th century. If it had not been for what God put inside of him, Madiba, who we would later know as Nelson Mandela, would not have been able to endure 
those 27 years of South African imprisonment for freedom. All that you go through and all that you have experienced are snapshots to your purpose if you view it that way. But you can only view it that way when the Lord God is received. And you have to receive God for who he is. God, the ruler and maker of all things. And he has the right to steer your life. Let him take the lead in your life. Don't allow anyone or anything to steer you off the path. Stay straight. Stay in congruence with what God has told you and with what he has shown you. No matter what it looks like, there will be trials and there will be tests. God will allow periods of stretching and pruning to prove to you that he is building strength and resilience and capabilities in you, the likes of which you don't even know about. Just to give you some others, there was a young man who lost his leg due to cancer. And he began a huge walk across the country of Canada on one dominant leg for cancer research. That man's name was Terry Fox. It is amazing that one of the greatest hockey players and one of the first black hockey players to ever play in the NHL, Willie O'Ree, was legally blind in one eye. Yet his commitment to being a hockey professional was not derailed by the lack of the use of that eye. It's not what you have, it's how you respond to what you have and your ability to maximize it. Now I'm, now I'm not saying it won't be easy. It's going to be difficult. It was difficult for Ray Charles to lose his father, his mother, as well as his younger brother by the age of 15. And even before that, losing his sight at seven. Nevertheless, he learned to use the gifts that God gave him so that he could be able to take a name across the globe and share with others his gift of song. Yes, there was great pain involved, for Ray Charles grew up being as the one that was constantly left behind, always leaving out, hey, Leave that blind kid alone, that blind kid, that blind kid, as he was constantly referred to. He wanted to be, he wanted it to be known 
as he said in one of his songs, Hey everybody, Ray Charles in town. And he did just that. He made a name for himself. He did not let the pain of his blindness overcome him. Yet, the many pains he did have, I wonder if they took him over. For Ray Charles' father had three different families. And he became sort of a rolling stone himself, having 12 children. The pain of constantly having to overcompensate for being blind drove him to an obsessiveness that led to egotism. Do not allow pain to be a constant motivator. Instead, go to God for healing and surrender to him completely, as I'm doing. Things are not perfect in my life. Things are not ideal or the way I wish I would like them. But nevertheless, I'm moving forward in grace. My brother just turned 32 yesterday. I want the best for him and my siblings. I hope we can grow forth in being a great sibling group. I have to focus on my inner needs as much as I can and do whatever God has me to do, which is primarily preaching the gospel and using this podcast as a platform to communicate to you all the love of Jesus. Family today, I'm deciding that I'm no longer beating myself up or feeling behind because of the things I missed out on. Today, I'm going to learn to ask for help when I need it and not feel vulnerable by it. And I'm also going to trust God with the difficulties that I face and allow him to keep me on his right path, not just as it relates to the complicated relationship that I have with my siblings, but with everything. And I pray that you would allow God to put you on the right path so that you know where you're going and who you are. Good evening, everybody. Have a wonderful night.